Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Toll-free number, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Here tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And we're inviting you on over to our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site, so enjoy them on us, freetalklive.com. You go there. And you can create the content if you find something online that you think is interesting that you would like to share with the uh, the rest of the listeners who are also visiting the site. You can submit it as show prep and then others will vote up or down whether they like or dislike what it is that you've suggested. And the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website over at freetalklive.com. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. So, uh, lots to talk about here tonight. Mark, you're going to tell us about a veteran whose house was trashed by the police. We'll get to that story shortly. Also, of course, Super Bowl Sunday was yesterday. And from what I understand, you guys did quite a bit of coverage on Free Talk Live about uh, the Super Bowl. Not necessarily I don't know, coverage. I mean, we talked about uh, Super Bowl, football, uh you know, professional sports in America and things like that. So you talked about some, some issues uh, yeah. relating to the Super Bowl. You're not a real big uh, Super Bowl guy, right? You know, I mean, I'll watch a football game. Um, did you watch this one? I didn't know. Right. I mean, it was well, you were here working. On the air, right? And he uh, didn't actually look at any of the highlights or anything. I heard that the, the Giants won, and good luck to him, you know? Yay. Yeah, good for them. Um, I, I spend a lot of football games worried about the, uh, the, the physical health of the people that are playing. I, Why? I, because they get out there and they, I mean, it's like, I've heard it's like being in four car wrecks in an evening. Um, mm. And I wouldn't doubt that at all. I mean, these are, these are top level athletes. Well, I mean, they are working out and eating right, hopefully, and, and all that. Do you think that that helps being in four car wrecks? No. I mean, I think it helps, uh-huh. but I don't think it, uh, I mean, these are big men hitting big men, essentially. For sure. So the news for me, at least about the Super Bowl, was what happened during the halftime show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, again, you heard about this. Uh, did yes. you hear about it? Did you talk about it last night? Did you get the word about it? No. Okay. So there's a certain singer named M.I.A. Now, Mark, it's you, not Mia. I, it's capital. There are dots in there. There, there are, are dots. dots okay, I didn't see the dots. I you yeah. know I saw some other news story where there, it was not there. So, have you heard of MIA before? No. Mark? Come on, please be you, serious. You may have. Uh, there's a certain music video out there that I highly recommend. Uh, it is amazing and shocking, and really just incredible. Uh, it's the the one where they're rounding up the redheads. Yeah. And then they force them to run across a minefield. Yes. Yeah, that's an MIA video. Okay. So just get you know give you a little context of who MIA is. Clearly, mm-hmm. she's someone who has uh, strong viewpoints mm-hmm. about uh, issues. She's not your average disconnected uh, pop singer, I guess you could say. I don't know if uh, pop singers are necessarily disconnected, but I got gotcha. you. Okay, maybe they are, maybe they aren't, Mark. But certainly, most of them don't put uh, messages uh, that are this strong it's in their strong, music yeah. videos. That's strong. So anyway, in this uh, in this video, they're basically it's they're, whoever it is, some evil regime is attempting to clear the world of uh, redheaded people, <laughs> and they're it's very graphic. In fact, I believe it was banned from from MTV. It was banned. I think at one point it was deleted from YouTube. Allegedly, it's very graphic and very disturbing. So, 
While uh, this story from ABC News, while MIA has offered no official comment on why she threw up her middle finger during Sunday's Super Bowl halftime show, a source close to the rapper told ABC News Radio that her actions were caused by adrenaline and nerves, a result of getting caught up in the moment and weren't an attempt to make any kind of statement. Regardless, MIA flipping the bird and uttering an expletive to an audience of millions has become one of the most talked about moments from Super Bowl XLVI, whatever that. <laughs> I think it, um, it's forty. If the X 40. is before the L, so that's ten before fifty. Okay. And then it's one after the V. VI would be six. It'd be like forty-six, right? That's right. That's one after five. Right. Six. Um, so forty-six. The gesture came during a performance of Madonna's new single, Give Me All Your Lovin', on which MIA raps. So you- here's what I don't like about the Janet Jackson and the uh, MIA thing, okay? These artists are parlaying their success on the uh, backs of these uh, uh, these broadcasting corporations, um, these broadcasting companies to put these artists on with the hopes, please, we've got to have a good halftime show, but can we find somebody who isn't going to F everything up? And no, you can't. Um, so, you know, this, this girl goes on. If the worst thing happens here, it's not going to have anything to do with her. Right. So whatever the FCC and the Parents Television Council and every uh, do-gooder politician in America can come up with, it's not going to do anything bad and it's only going to do something good for MIA's career. However, CBS and all these other stations that are just wanting people to watch a football game and have a reasonable halftime show have to deal with uh, this situation where, you know, these artists can only benefit by doing something erratic, you know, the... uh, if I, from Free Talk Live, manage to get on the halftime show and I show my wanker out on uh, national television, it doesn't do anything bad to me. Well, you know, unless people don't like it. Um, whereas, I don't know. I mean, some people might be upset about this. Oh, yeah. All those uh, the 50-year-old uh, moms aren't going <laughs> to buy any more MIA albums. Oh, wait. Yeah. They weren't buying any anyway. So what this sets up is a situation where, as a performance artist, you are incentivized to do something nasty and bite the hand that feeds you. Well, she certainly made, uh, yeah, I mean, she certainly made an impression, and uh, some say probably stole the show from Madonna uh, as a result. I can't of, understand why Ma- Madonna put this woman on the stage. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's foolish. She, she's in the song, I guess. Like, she's a, in the original recording, so okay. she was brought to perform it live. Man. I mean, how, how are you supposed to know what someone's going to do when, when they're up there? As was pointed out, she didn't do it if, during the rehearsals. If so. I was an aging diva. The last thing I'm going to do is bring a young, up-and-coming yeah. competitor up on the stage. Right. It's the equivalent of bringing Lady Gaga up or whatever, right? It right? makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> so uh, so it happened, and now there's a bit of a hubbub about it. And of course, you mentioned the Parents Television Council, Mark, and you, inevitably they're going to come out and have something to say about it. We'll sure. get to, to their statement here uh, in a moment. But I see where you're coming from. You, you, you've got a legitimate critique of this. Of course, the broadcast behavior, the broadcast companies, uh, you know, it's their risk, right? They don't have to cover the the halftime show. They could uh, demand that, you know, there's no live music performance or something like that, or they could extend their delay because what happened in I prefer, frankly, prefer to see one of these great marching bands, uh, these college marching bands that are out there that do such a incredible uh, performances. I'd much rather see something like that than these washed up 
pop stars that they parade out there, um, you know, with everything but an IV bag. <laughs> I don't know if they're washed up. Um, what? You don't know if Madonna's washed up? I, I, I don't think so. No, I mean, I, I don't think she's as big hit? as she. I don't think she was as big, she's as big now as she was in the eighties. But... Being on the Super Bowl is the biggest thing to happen, Madonna, in a decade. You know, I haven't been following Madonna's career, Mark, so I, well, I, I couldn't and, tell and you. I'm, I'm thinking when I say it specifically, the Aerosmith show was it last year? I'm betting you Madonna does fine at selling concert tickets. Sure, I'm I'm sure she does. Yeah. I'm sure she does. I don't know if you can does. call that washed up. She isn't what she she ain't what she used to be. You know obviously, what I mean? Obviously, obviously. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is I much rather see some marching band I with see. a with a performance that you know is is designed to uh, entertain the masses. Nobody's going to be topless. Nobody's going to be showing their their stuff. How do you Nobody's know some be... marching band person doesn't want to make a splash on the national scene? They would actually have something to lose. What their position in the marching band? That's, they would the position in the marching band. The only thing that they would have. There's no albums to sell, my friend. All they would be is that jackhole that flipped somebody off on television. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe they would end up getting a record contract out of it. But yeah. Uh, so sure. so MIA flips off the camera. The French horn. And the shot was pretty wide. It wasn't a like sort of like the Janet Jackson breast episode thing. Mm-hmm. It was only a fraction of a second. Yes, it did not last long. Uh, and yeah, she she did utter the S word as well, uh, from what I understand. So I don't, you know, I guess there hasn't been as much upset about her speaking the S bomb as her flipping the camera off. But they did try to cover it up. They were just too late. So somebody in the control room was like, "Oh crap." She just flipped the bird, flipped the switch, hit it quick, and they missed it. And they, they, did, yeah. they blurred the screen for like a half a second, but it was about a second or two too late. More coming up, 855-450-FREE. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated radio program on more than 100 radio stations coast to coast. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our more than 100 radio stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, bring up whatever you want. 855-453. That is a SACL CAI toll free line, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Also, uh, there are plenty of features that you can enjoy on the website for free. Because unlike those other talk show hosts, we give you the website. Those other guys charge you. So you can go and uh, enjoy. You, you don't even have to create an account to surf around through most of the site. But if you'd like to actually create the content, you can then create a free account. And then you have the ability to add things to the site and modify the site as well. So go and enjoy over at freetalklive.com. And if you want to sign up for our news updates, be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. You can go to news.freetalklive.com where you can follow us via email, Twitter, or Facebook. Whatever way works best for you. It's all there. And, of course, it's free. At news.freetalklive.com. Also, if you're looking to uh, procure a little, some precious metals, whether it's gold or silver, you need to do some price checking uh, before you buy because you know they, they tend to baffle you with BS uh, often when, uh, when, when you're trying to buy gold through these uh, major companies. 
check gold.freetalklive.com. We have there uh, many pieces and coins that you can, uh, you know, that you can then check those prices against those coins at other dealers. We believe we have some of the best prices uh, available on the internet at gold.freetalklive.com. They're offered through Midas Resources, uh, who we uh, is actually uh, the the owner of our syndicate, Genesis Communications Network. Been working with them for years. You're going to get your gold and silver. You can trust them. Uh, you can call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. It's 877-857-9938, gold.freetalklive.com. To the phones and the fun, let's talk to William listening in Maine. William, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hi. Hey. I was just calling in relation to the uh, halftime show. Yes, sir. Uh, I had actually um, just mentioned to a friend of mine who had asked if I were watching it, I said, no, you know, I kind of think it's one of those bread and circuses type things, mm. um, you know, from the Roman concept, um, have you, you know, the Roman concept of bread and circuses. Indeed, I it is something to keep yeah. the masses busy and satiated that way. Those who would control them can uh, easy, easily get away with their devices. Right. Uh, and it was amusing that I went and I was walking by the television uh, where my family was watching the um, you know the halftime show at that point, and I walked by and I noticed they were all dressed as Romans. I thought that was a very kind of fitting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they were wearing like uh, the centurion outfits and that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, I walked by and I just thought it was the most bizarre thing. It was almost like they were you know pushing it out in our faces, saying like, "Hey, you don't know what's going on, and you're all you know just sitting there in your fake you know contentedness while we're you know." stripping away your liberties. Mm, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Well, I, I suppose that the rebuttal to that would be, what did you do to uh, prevent the stripping of your liberties between uh, 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. last night? Right. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with leisure. There's nothing wrong with taking it easy. We can't all be activists 100% of the time. How would we enjoy life? I mean, not to say that activism can't be enjoyable. I like it a lot. Um, but, I mean, all that said, I get where you're... I, th- I get where you're both coming from. On yeah. one hand, leisure is valuable. That's one of the things w- that we get to enjoy in life. Uh, on the other hand, if all you ever do is pay attention to pop culture and sports, there are a lot of people then... that spend that seem to know far too much about uh, you know the particular sport or or two that they're really interested in. Definitely, yeah. William, was there more you well, wanted to share? A... Your thoughts? Nope, that was all. I just kind of was, I just wanted to bring up the comparison between the way that they were, you know, dressed there and the idea of bread and circuses. Interesting observation, and thank you for the call. I didn't... I, go ahead. Eight five five four fifty three. I didn't see this, but often when they portray Roman culture, um, they'll they'll have these uh, these helmets with the the feathers or the the, the looks like horse hair almost red horse hair uh, that's going you know front to back mm-hmm. on the helmet. And this would have been the helmet of a, you know, like a commander, you know, one of the the, the elite uh, rich guys. You're saying they put it on everyone? They put them on everybody. um, And the soldiers wouldn't have worn that at all. And the centurions actually wore this side-to-side brush thing to make them very noticeable. Um, You know, these are the the, essentially the sergeants, the centurions, they commanded 100 men, that kind of thing. So it's, it's, it's interesting that they just can't get it right with these Roman outfits. So the news, again, about... MIA, the uh, rap artist who sang on the uh, Madonna track that they performed last night, uh, flipped the bird to the camera. It was a very, very fast uh, 
thing that she did. It was her spokesperson is essentially saying, or not a spokesperson, but someone allegedly close to the rapper is saying that it was adrenaline and nerves. She was caught up in the moment. Uh, it wasn't an attempt to make any kind of statement. I mean, that could be true. That could be true. I mean, this if this is her personality, she's a you know badass rapper, and she's oh, flip the bird, and these are things that they do, I uh-huh. guess, on a regular basis. You know, maybe that's just part of her act, and she just did that. Regardless, according to the story here, it has become one of the most talked about uh, moments of the Super Bowl. And according to NBC spokesperson Christopher McCloskey, he says the NFL hired the talent and produced the halftime show. Our system was late to obscure the inappropriate gesture, and we apologize to our viewers. (laughs) My God, the children of America have been exposed to the the S word, a four-letter word beginning with S, and at the same time exposed to the middle finger of the human hand extended with other fingers down. This is a moment we must talk about for all eternity. This is horrible. Sanctions must be applied to this NBC broadcasting company. The minds of our children cannot be just taken lightly like this. Now, I think th- this is interesting because the gesture, the, fi- the middle finger gesture, Who's to interpret what that means? It probably means different things in different cultures. It could very well be, or but I mean, it's just a it's a finger mm-hmm. up. What does that mean? I mean, you know, it, it could mean anything. I, I, you know, stuff happens. It's not like she necessarily meant to give uh, to 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 you know say what it is that I believe the middle finger generally means when one displays it. It's just a hand gesture, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think most people would think it means F you or perhaps up yours yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Uh, so according to uh, the piece here, the NFL blamed failure in the NBC delay system for allowing it to be seen. Spokesman said that the MIA, or that MIA did not do anything similar during rehearsal, so they had no reason to expect that was going to happen during the show. Of course she didn't. She was uh, just putting other people's uh, livelihood on the line in order for her own self-aggrandizement. He said McCarthy, uh, or excuse me, the spokesperson is McCarthy, he said the obscene gesture in the performance was completely inappropriate, very disappointing, and we apologize to our fans. But I guess that whatever grinding and writhing uh, Madonna was doing on stage <laughs> was entirely appropriate. And it's just this middle finger is the, really the only problem. Uh, the B- British singer is known for – and I, I don't care if she's grinding or not. I'm just saying. The just British, saying. The British singer is best known for her 2007 hit Paper Planes. And uh, she's a – This grand- is MIA? Is yeah, the- MIA, uh, MIA. And at the, as of this time, the folks uh, for MIA and Madonna are not returning – Calls for comment. I bet you Madonna is just furious with this girl. Today, the Parents Television Council issued a statement asking for more than a simple apology from NBC sure, the and the NFL and slammed them for choosing a lineup of full, perf- full I, of performers. I who- love why do they even ask these people? I mean, what does the Parents Television Council have to do with the, anything? I guess there's no one else to which uh, you know to whom they can get a quote from on this. Uh, like the news cares about getting the other side of the story whenever the politicians trot out some new... Uh, uh, you know, bit of tyranny. They don't ask anybody else what they think about it. Well, I mean, if they don't ask the PTC, then apparently, probably, no one's willing to comment on this because probably most people don't give a damn. Eight five five four fifty free. Do you? Is this offensive to you? Eight five five four fifty free. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. Talk live and you can bring 
up anything you want. 855-453 is the number. That is toll-free. And it's brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-855-450-3733. Especially looking for somebody who agrees with the Parents Television Council. There have to be people out there that agree with these people. I mean, there are folks around the country, ostensibly, who, whenever the PTC says jump, they will jump to their email box and uh, shoot out an email or, or call the FCC with a complaint about a program that they may or may not have seen. This is essentially a busybody group that uh, makes it their business to police the airwaves of uh, radio and television Probably more so television, but still uh, radio and television and uh, try to... If they get the opportunity to uh, go after a radio station, they're certainly going to take it. Right. Try to crack down on uh, what they consider to be indecency. We've got to protect the children. So I guess I'm curious to whether or not you are one of those people. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Would love to hear you tell me why it's the end of the world because uh, MIA well, flipped the bird and said the S-bomb on the uh, Super Bowl broadcast. I don't think it's appropriate behavior um i mean you know what these it's a this is a rap artist it's entirely appropriate it's what they do uh, as far as i'm concerned I mean, you know what this is going to result in is that the uh you know the, these broadcast companies are going to get more and more conservative on who they bring in um you know at some point or another there's not going to be you know nobody under the age of 35 is going to be allowed to perform at the super bowl i don't care who it is or why and Maybe they'll bring in some Christian artists or something like that. That'd be awesome. Striper. Who? Striper. It was in the 80s. It's the only Christian band I know of. (laughs) Um, uh, They were a big deal, I suppose. Um, You know, like they were pushed as a big deal in the 80s. So more about the uh, the MIA situation here in a moment. Also, your call is certainly welcome. You can bring up anything, by the way. You don't have to talk about this. 855-450-FREE is the number. Want to invite you to the Free State Project's Liberty Forum February 23rd through the 26th, unless you're the kind of person who would join up with the Parents Television Council. Uh, if you love liberty and if you understand that in order to be free, you have to allow others to uh, do as they would please, which includes flip someone the bird if they, if they feel so inclined. Uh, if you want, if you know what freedom's all about, you're going to love the Liberty Forum because you're sure going to be around. freedom's about flipping people birds. No, I said it's about allowing others to be free if you want to be free, which means that if someone flips the bird in public, you don't get to put them in a cage. You don't get to find them. You don't get to do anything but maybe speak out about it. Uh, So if you love liberty, come on out to the Liberty Forum, February 23rd through the 26th. You will enjoy it because you'll be around hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people, some of whom don't appreciate the bird, some of whom are you know, very devout Christian types who may not like the bird very much. And others who uh, maybe are not quite that way at all. Uh, so that's a variety of people. But the one thing they have in common is their love for freedom and their willingness to work together in order to achieve it. As we were talking with Jim Babka over the weekend from DC.org about how non-believers and Christians alike can work together to help uh, spread these ideas. And that's what's happening here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. You'll get to see some great guest speakers and you can go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum in order to uh, get signed up and get a discount as well. Learn about all the speakers in the hotel and all the details you need to know. And get a discount using our coupon code FTL2012. That's FTL2012 uh, over at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. That's literally coming up within a couple weeks, two, two, three weeks, something like that. And Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live. So looking forward to seeing many of you there. 
MIA in a bit of hot water here as the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, she was performing with Madonna when she was, I guess, in the midst of her rap portion of the Madonna song and f- decided to flip the bird to the video uh, cameras that were watching her. And it was a very fast uh, incident, did not last very long. She did also uh, utter the S-bomb. And, uh, of course, people are upset. The Parents Television Council is asking for more than a simple apology from NBC and slammed them for choosing a lineup full of performers who have based their careers on shock, profanity, and titillation. PTC President Tim Winter said, I bet he's a blast at a party. Instead of preventing indecent material, they enabled it. MIA used a middle finger shamelessly to bring controversial attention to herself while effectively telling an audience filled with children, F you. So that's what they have to say about it. And I'm not sure might, that he can, uh, you know, judge what she was, uh, you know, trying to portray to the audience. But I, I, I think that it was, she was, it was shameless self-promotion. I would agree with that. So will MIA's finger flip result in a heavy FCC fine for NBC like the $550,000 one the agency slapped CBS with after Janet Jackson's Super Bowl exposure in 2004? Can you believe it's been that long? I, it's hard to believe that. The, I don't think so. The FCC has been really laying low. They have a, several lawsuits in and uh, you know the Supreme Court has never really ruled whether it's free speech or not. Yeah, there are some interesting, you're right, Mark, there are some interesting suits that are pending, and the FCC has had some setbacks on the road, actually, to the Supreme Court. The, uh, I believe it was a Court of Appeals, I'm not sure which one, uh, but one of those courts basically slapped the FCC down on the, these issues. So uh, we've yet to really see where, this, times, as where the chips are going to fall on this particular uh, instance, or these instances, uh, she says there's a reasonable potential, this is their expert, Drexel University Law Professor, uh, she said citing the FCC's recent fines against broadcasters for fleeting expletives, uh, but also maybe she's not aware of the, uh, she does say it is in front of the Supreme Court, they heard arguments in January and will decide the case by the end of June. Given that the court might limit the FCC's ability to fine in situations like these, the FCC might want to be somewhat less assertive than it has been in other recent situations. And of course, it certainly is amusing that the uh, the middle finger and the S-bomb cause all sorts of controversy. But during the actual broadcast, there are, you know, men crushing one another in violent <laughs> manners. Uh, probably the usual ass slappage going on uh, between players. A little bit of, uh, you know, homosexual sort of uh, behavior. I don't, see how, I, I don't see how you can call one man smacking another man in his buttocks homosexual behavior. I would say that it's, is, it has a little bit of a charge. far more... About it, you it than it a, does about the sport. It has a little bit of a charge to it, don't it's, you think? I, I think only to you, no. my friend, only to you. I, I, think I that don't these, know what you are thinking about those guys in their tight pants. I, I have no idea. I think these guys are, you know, they try to be as hetero as they possibly can be, but some of their behavior belies a certain underlying uh, level of... You know, maybe question. I mean, not that I, I have that a the, problem with it. No, no. I think that it, that's completely up to the interpreter, and yeah. it sounds it's obvious what you're interpreting. Well, I, I don't go around slapping my friends on the, the behind. Do you? Uh, I have slapped friends on the behind before. Yeah. I don't think that makes me gay. No, I'm not saying it makes you gay, but yeah, I don't think it little, belies gay. There's a little undercurrent of uh, something going on. No, I, no it, it's it's <laughs> it's a cultural thing, and I have uh, you know I will I will Is not it under what circumstances did you slap there. They're behind. Uh, I, you know, I can totally see in a sports circumstance that, uh, you know, slapping someone's behind. 
I can see it. One eight five five four five zero three seven three three is the number. But there's also, of course, military worship going on during these broadcasts. I saw the very beginning, and by the way, points off to um, to Kelly Clarkson for singing the national anthem this year. She just, you know, she lost a point with me on that one. God. But uh, <laughs> there was, of course, you know, the the nation worship going on. They had a, I guess, a video camera with some troops. I don't know if they were in Afghanistan or something like that. We were sitting. I, the only reason I saw this is we happened to be sitting in a bar uh, for the very beginning ceremonies last night. And there were these troops just standing motionless. It was really creepy. Like the whole crowd was, woo! And then they showed, they flashed to the the uh, the troops and they just looked vacant. And just <laughs> I hope they enjoyed the game. I mean, I don't inhuman. understand. Inhuman. It was weird. And so, you know, you've got this military worship happening. I don't know if they flew the jets over, but normally they do those sorts of things. I suppose this was a closed stadium, so maybe they didn't fly the jets today or yesterday. Uh, but that's kind of one of the things they typically do. So all kinds of worship of violence uh, is going on at the Super Bowl. But it's the S-bomb and the middle finger that are the objectionable portion. I find that interesting. 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. You can bring up anything that you want. And does the Parents Television Council talk about violence as an issue when they, you know, when they complain about things on television? Or is it just when someone shows a, a buttock or a breast or a middle finger? What was the buttock one? Uh, NYPD Blue years ago, oh, they yeah. showed some buttocks in the, uh, the late 90s. And yeah. I think they did it again in the aughts at some point. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. Also, coming up... Mark, you're going to tell us about a veteran who had the police raid his house. We'll explain why. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, toll-free number 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733 can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features on the house. Enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And, of course, uh, again, freetalklive.com, where you can go. And if you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can easily do that. Go to shop.freetalklive.com, and that's where you'll find links to Amazon. When you click into those links, you'll be entering Amazon through our portal, and then Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase price. So you get whatever you're going to get, and Free Talk Live benefits. Otherwise, Amazon gets 100% of the profits. So why not? Send some of it to Free Talk Live by going through our affiliate links over at shop.freetalklive.com. We've been talking about the NFL and the Parents Television Council throwing a fit. Uh, they are already, and as you might imagine, sending out the emails and getting people to write the FCC and demand that something be done about this woman flipping the bird, uh, MIA, at the halftime show last night. Rather than take responsibility for their own viewing habits, they want to force their particular viewpoint down upon everyone else in this country. Because if you wanted to... 
you know, if it was really important to you as a parent to shield your children from all of the digits of the uh, the human hand, uh, if you were really wanting to shield your children from the four-letter words that uh, musical artists are uh, likely to uh, to utter on a stage, then you could just be judicious about what you decide to watch. You could flip away to, like, I don't know, the 700 Club or something like that during halftime. Of course, then again, there's nothing to stop uh, some, you know, crazed fool from the, uh, you know, the Super Bowl to see themselves on the jumbotron and like flash their breasts or do something else give like the, that. Give you a double bird. Yeah. So you, so you <laughs> never know, right? It's a live uh, sporting event. You never know what's going to transpire in the in the stands, or they might be zoomed in on the coach as he's yelling "f you, you," you know, curse words, and it's Not really like it's obvious. Never happened before, right? Really obvious what they're saying. You can't hear it, but if you, you know, it's pretty clear. Uh, what they're saying. So you never really know. So, of course, you could always be real, real cautious and not watch the Super Bowl at all. Or perhaps screen the Super Bowl for your children, watch it on your own, and then later you could play it back. You know, I know it's supposedly illegal to record the Super Bowl or something like that. I think you uh, could, for, I don't know, for, like your for own a certain viewing. period of time you can do it or something. I don't, I don't know what all the details. I just remember, Mark, I've seen football games in the past where there's this big legal disclaimer that comes up at the end of it. Like, you can't record they the do playback make a big in deal, yeah. two hours or something like that. So you could just record it and then play it back. And if you believe that it's, you know, if you've discerned that it is clean enough for your children's consumption, this is if you're one of those parents who's just really very concerned with what your children come across. Well, I, I, you're going to have I, a heck of a time preventing your kid from ever hearing the S-bomb. Well, right. right? I was going to say, I, I hope that you're also not allowing them to read any books, uh, to surf the Internet, watch any television whatsoever, especially premium channels, and go to any movies. Because it, certainly you shouldn't be allowing them to go to your friend their friends' houses unless you've completely vetted their parents and made sure they are just as anal about these things as you are because otherwise when your kids get out of the house and outside of you that's their chance to experience all the wonders of the world and i'll tell you they're gonna yeah they, they're gonna. they certainly they will. are so I, I i understand why parents i mean you know to some extent when i think about it would it would shock me to hear jack say some bad word but he's going to run across one relatively soon he's uh you know going to be four years old here and and about a little over a month and it's not going to be too, too long before he runs himself across some kind of bad word. And Tommy, what does, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that word is, what does that mean? And, you know, you're going to have to deal with that situation. One of the reasons, one of the th- primary things that I think about is, um, you know, I've got to watch my language because I don't want to be that like it, it looks bad if you know if his muffy or his granny hear him you know use that term that those terms that's going to look bad on us like it reflects mm. on the parents themselves but yeah it is a it, it is an absolute losing battle trying to prevent your kid from hearing these terms I, you know I understand why people don't want to see that stuff during the Super Bowl and I think that the I think that the the artist here, uh, you know, used an opportunity, just used an opportunity to, uh, uh, you know, self-aggrandize themselves. I didn't know. Hey, this good lady, on her. I didn't know this lady was going to be on the Super Bowl. I knew Madonna was. Yeah. I didn't know she was there until I read the news story that she had done this. It worked. She would have been an afterthought in the Super Bowl having done this. And you mean had she not done it? Had, had having had she not done this, she would have been an afterthought. And I think that's I think that's it's pathetic. 
it's pathetic. I mean, it seems like a smart move. Right. Well, oh, yeah. Let's just so, th- throw CBS, all the people. Or is it NBC? So? It's their so responsibility. Right. So what? It's that their responsibility. That all these families might be put in jeopardy and their earning power be put in jeopardy because my career is so what? important. People Look. work there, dude. Look. And they can lose their jobs oh, over this. Please. Come on. Please, Look, the please, idea what? Some... No, no. Address the issue. Do not dismiss it with a please. Don't be an ass like this. Address what it's about. This engineer could lose his job. It's not MIA's fault if it somebody loses It is her fault. It came out of her mouth. But there's nothing wrong with what she did. Absolutely, so... there is. No, there is not. She What's knows wrong with what, what she the did? results can be. It is not MIA's fault yes, if she says is. the S-bomb and flips the... So what? Who cares? I just don't just understand. Just because you don't care doesn't mean that it can't result in somebody being fired. What I'm saying hey, is, man, as an artist... You're running a delay on a live event. Be on the ball or not. You're either right. on the ball or you're not. The guy should lose his job because she I decided... I didn't say he should lose his job. I think if they fire the, the delay guy, then that's that's too bad. Yep. That's right. It wasn't it easy to matter. see it. It's not self-aggrandizement at all. She didn't use an opportunity to uh, uh, to, to foist her career upwards and uh, you know put it upon everybody else. It's disgusting, man. I don't know it's what she did, Mark. I'm not going to jump to that conclusion. Selfish behavior. I'm not going to jump to that conclusion like you are. Oh I, yeah, maybe she just accidentally she shot the bird and said it, the S bomb. Right, she didn't be. do it during the uh, during the practice, but she did it during this one. Come on, you know the look, pressures. Is on. All you have to do is sit down. Look, man. The don't pressures. Be, don't be an idiot. Do not. Be an ass for God's uh, sakes! You're you shouting, a moron. you shouting maniac! I'm just uh, telling you. You know that this lady. Somebody said, know. "Hey, look, I don't know. Somebody said, jump. "Hey, look. No. You know, you, you really want to make a splash. Here's what you got to do. You got to do something like St. <laughs> Janet Jackson did. Well, look, what was the last? Name another halftime show besides Janet Jackson and this one. I heard Tom Petty was Die on. Die once. That's only because I saw it on Facebook today, Mark. Your Otherwise, old I would not washed have been able up, to. Pick uh, uh, artist, and you probably can find somebody who's done it. But Be nice. These You're are so the mean. two. What? You're so mean. I'm not mean. Kelly Clarkson is not washed up. What, did she do the Super Bowl? She did the opening thing. thing. Oh, that's great. The um, I'm just telling you that this is she has now made herself the, the among the top two most memorable Super Bowl, Super Bowl experiences. That is, and you're you're trashing on her for that. I mean, good, I am good trashing for on her. her for, for, I'm telling her. I'm telling you that. She NBC made the mistake. Not NBC. CBS, whoever it was. Oh, no, they made saying, the mistake. Look, there's some guy who could lose his job, and his family could be, you know, it'd be a detriment to them as a result. It's sad. I get what you're saying there, Mark, but he could lose his job anytime anybody does something stupid on the on live television. So what? what? But if they do something stupid on purpose, it's partially their fault. That no, it's that's not what, that he lost his job. That's it's his own fault, and it's the fault of the network for firing yeah, him. Yeah, it's just okay. Do whatever. Take you, responsibility for your actions. Yeah, do do whatever you want. Yeah, that's what I'm asking you to do. Take responsibility. MIA should take responsibility for doing something she knew could result in somebody else's firing. Maybe she didn't know that. Oh yeah, she just couldn't know that that could happen. Somehow or another, she's become a major pop star in the world, but she's just that stupid, right? She's just that stupid that she wouldn't know that this could put somebody else's career on the line. Wouldn't have crossed my mind. Pathetic. You are pathetic, not her. You're pathetic. Mark, when somebody calls this show and drops an S-bomb or an F-bomb and we miss the uh, – if we miss the, the dump, they're not calling – maybe they're calling to get us fired. Maybe they are – get us taken off radio stations. Maybe they aren't. Ultimately, it's my responsibility to hit that button. It's my responsibility. 
I don't blame that person for calling in and getting passionate and dropping an F-bomb or if being a bad crank pur- caller. If they and- did it on purpose, I've got some, yeah, there's some blame for those people. Well, you know what? You can pass the blame off if you want to, Mark, but I accept full responsibility for being the one who's operating the dump button. I'll just remember that. Being From aware here on out, I just remember you taking full responsibility. I just want to remember that. Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Go ahead. Well, because I believe in responsibility and I take responsibility for my actions. Fine. Or I think that the people that say the stuff are responsible for it, too. Your thoughts are welcome at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Well, whether you like it or not, Mark, they're not responsible because if somebody gets on the air and says the F-bomb, then, uh, you know, if we get dropped off of, uh, you know, WHUB or something like that, then it won't reflect on them in any way, shape, or form. I concur with you that the system is messed up in the way that it enforces this stuff. What if would you propose? System, that they be, I don't you propose them? anything. You I propose, sue them for saying the I F-bomb? propose that they get rid of all these dumb rules about what words you can say and well, what words great, you can't. Well, great. I'm glad to hear that. In the meantime, are you going to sue the person? Would you like to sue the person for losing a radio station? You said the F word on the air and we didn't drop it. It's all your fault. It's not all their fault. It's partially your fault. There you go. Lame. Hold them responsible Lame. for it. 855 450 You take control. Bring up whatever you want. Hour number two is coming up. You can take control of the airways. Free Talk Live. Americans are losing their wealth. People are rioting in the streets. For years, the American people have ignored the assaults on our liberty. The book in plain sight, The Disregarded Truth, not only reveals the truth and the deceptive tactics that have caused the decline of our liberty, but also identifies and explains how we, the American people, can restart what was once a free America. It's time to wake up, protect our liberty, and return the government back to its proper role. It's time to know the truth. Order in plain sight. The Disregarded Truth today at Amazon.com. You can bring up whatever you want. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. Coming up, Mark will tell us about an American military veteran who had his home raided by probably some other military veterans calling themselves the police. We'll get to that uh, story here in a little bit. Of course, take your calls about anything, 855-450-FREE. We started out the show talking about the MIA situation from the Super Bowl last night where it's hard to believe it's been... Uh, more than half a decade since the Janet Jackson thing went down. but More uh, than half a decade, yeah. It, yeah. Has, it has been. And so MIA made a splash by flipping the bird to the cameras last night and uttering the S-bomb on the air. And, of course, a lot of people are very upset about that, although none of them are upset enough to call our show. I'd love to hear from somebody that thinks this is a big deal. My children, their virgin ears and eyes have been spoiled by this horrible rapper. Well, I don't think it's a big deal. Most of your kids probably have already seen the middle finger on the schoolyard playground or in the hallways or across Seems the classroom. Likely. So uh, get real. Get with the program. Uh, 855-450-FREE. And, you know, teach your kids what these things mean and why it's a bad idea to use them in, you know, polite company. I think that maybe a lesson could come from this, from those that wanted to spin this in the right way, I rather than those that. who want to, you know, feign indignance or whatever it is that they're doing. So we'll continue. Of course, you can bring up anything you want. 855-450-FREE. Peter Griffin is on the line in Rhode Island. Cartoon character, apparently, on the phones with us here. Go ahead, Peter. <laughs> you guys heard? Uh, the word? What's, what word? About the bird? 
Uh, has everybody heard? Bird bird, 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 bird. The bird is the word. Bird, 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 bird. The bird is the word. Bird, bird, bird. The bird is the word that everybody knows. Peter, I think, yeah, I think everybody has heard by this point that the bird is the word. <laughs> it's an old one, but it's a good one. Thanks. 855-450-FREE. That's been the cranked worse. SACL CAI been toll free better. Line. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's. Not even mid-pack. <laughs> but at, at least, least you didn't drop to, the F-bomb. Yeah, at least you get to sing his little song on right. the radio. There you go. Right. If you sing your little song and don't drop an F-bomb in it, it will go out over the radio. <laughs> if you suppose. add an F-bomb into it, uh, you're going to lose a, a, a good number, a good portion of what you've, what you've said. Yeah. So, uh, 855-450-FREE is the number. And uh, so tell me, Mark, let's move on. I, I think we've railed enough against the uh, – what, what do we want to call them? Social conservatives is that the right the right term? Prudes perhaps would be a more accurate term because there are liberals that are also very socially conservative. They call themselves liberals as well. Like Hillary Clinton wants to ban video game violence, for instance. It was uh, Al Gore's wife who created the parental advisory explicit lyrics uh, label. I think so. It's not really a conservative thing to be prudish, is it? Well, I think that um, like a social conservative may or may not like what MIA did. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I'm admittedly socially conservative. I just don't believe in foisting my beliefs on other people. But the, you know, what the, I, I think even the social conservatives would say, look, this isn't NBC's fault. Why should they be uh, penalized for that? The American Television Council is a bunch of people that will say anything to get a certain amount of uh, TV coverage. They want coverage is what they want. Mm-hmm. Power as a result. And then they can use their power for whatever they want. So they'll they'll springboard off of any issue. And I think that they have uh, done themselves more harm in this circumstance than good, frankly. So, you know, there you go. That's All right. So uh, tell me, Mark, about this military guy and what happened to him. Where's this from? Submitted by Courthouse News at OpposingViews.com is where I'm reading it from. This is uh, you know, February 6, 2012. That's today. A depressed Army reservist who made a phone call for help says dozens of police responded by surrounding his home and arresting him. That's compassion. Vandalizing his place without a warrant, seizing his dog, and killing his tropical fish. Wow. Matthew Corrigan, who lives with his dog, sued the District of Columbia in D.C. federal court. Confronted by a massive police presence after his plea for help, Corrigan says he denied uh, permission to enter his house, but they entered and trashed it anyway, saying, I don't have time to play this constitutional BS. They <laughs> used the whole word. Yeah. Yeah. So um, your, your public servants, when dealing with you in regards to your constitutional rights, will happily use terms that they will then throw other, you know, throw other people under the bus for, fine uh, companies and individuals large amounts of Certainly. money for, but they don't care about you hearing it when they want to say it. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, there were plenty of instances right. with the police talking If you're going to fine NBC for this, then you should fine this lieutenant in the, with the, uh, d- the Department of, uh, excuse me, the, the police in Washington, D.C., Three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Take That'll it out of happen. his paycheck. Take it out of his four hundred one k. You know, put him in indentured servitude mm-hmm. until he pays it off. If it's really important that we not say these terms, let's go ahead and apply this evenly. Oh no, we would never want our dedicated and loyal public servants to have to to be held to these same standards that we will hold other people. Uh, police will sometimes arrest people for flipping them the bird. 
So it's definitely not okay for you and I to do it to yep. the police, but the police, they can behave in whatever manner they want to. You remember, speaking of D.C., uh, Mark, you remember the, what is it, that like, they've got like police night or something like that? Like the police night out, national night out or something they where cops stuff, yeah. come from all over the place and they basically have a cop well, convention yeah, in D.C.? Co- there is a cop convention in D.C. I don't know that that's called police night out. I, right. I don't know what it's called either, but it's like it's a cop convention and it lasts more than one night from what I understand. It's usually like just debauchery. Yes, the police... <laughs> Right, the police Highest. get wasted and uh, basically go around and just destroying things. Turn on, turn it on the lights at uh, you know three o'clock in the morning, letting the siren go, shooting up in the air, beating people up. I mean, it's right. crazy stuff. Um, and you know, obviously they're going to be cursing in the streets, so no one cares though. Well, this wasn't even cursing in the streets on their own time. This was cursing in the streets on your time. Yeah, cussing out somebody who's you know they, uh, a, a, veteran a veteran who served his country, <laughs> served the politicians. Right. Is this the freedom he fought for? Right. Corrigan says that the debacle started on uh, February the 2nd, 2010, last year. Corrigan telephoned what he believed to be the military's emotional support hotline because he was depressed and Aww. had not slept for several days. The number Corrigan called was, in fact, the National Suicide Hotline. And I can see why one might, for whatever reason, get a couple of different color, uh, you know, numbers confused. When he stated that he was a veteran, he was asked if he had firearms, to which he said, yes. He said nothing Uh-oh. about being and he's suicidal. In DC? He said nothing about being suicidal or using a firearm to threaten anyone. After you can't have sh- firearms in DC, though, right? Look, I, I I don't give legal counsel. I don't have. I, any. I don't either. But I I'm pretty sure one, it's one of those places where there's some pretty se- uh, severe firearms restrictions. I don't know if it's as bad as New York, but it's probably on close to on. Par. If the claim is that one needs to be uh, you know trained in using them, I think that this veteran probably is. After a short conversation, Corrigan hung up, turned off the phone, took his prescribed sleeping medication, and went to bed. At approximately 4 a.m. in the morning on the 3rd. So hold on. Third, Wait. So what was the course of the conversation exactly? It was a short conversation. So he just indicated that he was feeling bad. Yep. They asked him if he had any weapons. He probably he, is like, well, look, you know, if this is how this conversation is going to go, I'm out of here. He told the truth. Yep. So he did have weapons. Presumably gave them his address. Or have, like maybe I, they found that anyway. One would assume. Somehow. I have no idea. I'm, right. I'm not going to propose to know. You're, you know, curious they can, to know what they those, can trace these calls. Yeah, they could. I mean, if, if it was the cops, but it's not really the cops, right? It's like come some on. Hotline. You think the national suicide hotline doesn't have the ability to? trace? I see where you're coming from. I mean, let's be serious here. So on the morning of the third at four a.m., Corrigan awoke because he heard his name being called over a bullhorn. Oh, jeez. <laughs> four in the morning. In this neighborhood. It doesn't get any better. When did he make the call? That evening. So 12 hours no, later? No, 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 no. Eight hours? Evening. I wouldn't say it was even that far. Four Six. in the morning. The evening is 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, somewhere in there. You're looking at eight hours to 10 to 12 hours He's, here. He went to bed. He hung up, turned off the phone, took the prescribed sleeping medication, and went to bed. So I think what? that it's- Okay, 11, 12? There you go. I'm, I'm I'm going for eleven or twelve. So four six hours later, let's say four to six hours later, that's when the cops show up with all their compassionate guns and uh, and you know attack dogs or whatever to help mm-hmm. this man with a suicide problem. Little healing tear gas. If somebody is suicidal, wouldn't it make sense to respond quickly? I don't know. I'm just going out on a limb. Not that I know much about suicide or you know preventing it. Or talking with people that are suicidal. Do you think the guy on the bridge is going to wait until uh, four in the morning when you should decide to finally get around to showing up? It wasn't. It clearly was not a speedy response. Of course, you could point out that people who call for help are usually actually wanting to 
have contact with other human beings and not likely willing to kill themselves. Uh, that they just want to get some attention. 855-450-FREE, and that's okay. More coming up. Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. Talk Live. The toll-free number is 855-453. Sickle CAI toll-free line 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features. We give them away. And the features include news updates. Get signed up and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. You may follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook, all of it free at news.freetalklive.com. The state owns the land, but they don't own the water. To be free today, you need a boat, and not just any boat, a life yacht. It's a staple catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, and grows at least some, depending on the size of it, its own food. has a shallow draft to be able to get a four-wheel drive car or SUV ashore. With a life yacht, you can live freely of nearly any government intrusion and have a seashore home anywhere in the world. You can be involved for as little as $1,000 and the commitment of as few as eight months. It's ericssoncouncil.com. Again, it's ericssoncouncil.com. So we're talking about uh, the story out of D.C. where a military veteran called a suicide helpline. Inadvertently, I guess. He thought he was calling some sort of a veteran's helpline but ended up being suicide helpline. Something like that. And he was feeling depressed, so... Whether he was suicidal or not is another question, but he wasn't wasn't feeling too hot. And who can blame him? He has returned from, you know, terrible place, doing terrible place, having to do terrible things things. happened. And well, he didn't have to; he could have refused. Uh, But he did. Did I say have to? Terrible. You said having to do terrible things. Uh, he, you know, he probably did some terrible things, saw some horrible things happen, and is dealing with all that. Of course, as we know, uh, isn't it true that more people have committed suicide from the Middle East uh, in the last decade than actually were killed in combat? That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd like to say that I think that um, veterans, in some cases, do things that are completely legitimate that are still terrible, right? Like, you know, the course of their work is terrible. And yeah. Even if they're, you know, no matter what, it's terrible. So he's dealing with this. He calls for some help, and maybe he thought he was going to get help, but instead the police showed up. And when the police show up on a scene, they're usually not interested, at least in my observation, they're usually not interested in helping you unless you consider being put in a cage help. They didn't. Yeah. Well, they helped him in that way. So what what exactly happened? Four in the morning, hours later... After calling the police, or excuse me, not calling the police, calling this helpline, he didn't call the police. He didn't expect the police were going to show up. Four hours later, he's taken some sleeping pills. He's he's a, half asleep or however asleep you are when you're on sleeping pills. And it's not, it's not usually like a real sleep. I think it depends uh, on the situation. But he's uh, in whatever zone he's in, and the uh, all of a sudden he wakes up to to his voice being called over a megaphone. That's where we left the story off. That's right. Uh, so he looks out. There's floodlights in his front and back doors, an estimated eight police in the backyard and 20 in the front. 
Corgan turned on his phone and found the officer Fisher of the 5th uh, District was calling him, asking him to come out, which he did at about 4.50. That's a long stretch, by the way. I mean, you know, I, it seems like he must have been in there thinking about this from at approximately 4 a.m. in the morning. He woke up at 4.50. He comes out. I mean, that's a long stretch. And I, so, I mean, you know, interesting mm-hmm. locking the door behind him. He was handcuffed and put into the back of a SWAT truck. Oh, no. When officer charged with what? John, Do- well, who cares? It doesn't. He's not charged at that point. <laughs> Usually, if you're handcuffed, they have something in mind. When Officer John Doe one, upon in- uh, information and uh, and belief, John Doe one is Lieutenant Robert Glover, asked Corridan for the key to his apartment. He informed the officer, "There's no way I'm giving you consent to enter my place." Mm, smart. Uh, John Doe 1, that uh, was probably Lieutenant Robert Glover, says, I don't have time to play this constitutional BS, um, you know, the word that you can't say in the Super Bowl without being fined $350,000. This guy said your it public to his face. Su- uh, yeah, your yeah. public servant can say it to anybody he feels yep. like. And ordered that officers John Doe 2 through 5, members of the emergency response team, the ERT, entered the apartment. Corrigan says police took him to a VA hospital, broke his front door, entered his apartment without a warrant, where they confiscated his guns, vandalized his place, and took Jeez. his dog to an animal shelter. Although the officers had no information oh. that there were explosives in Corrigan's house and the home had been secured, John Doe's 4 through 10, the explosives ordinance disposal team, entered Corrigan's home without a warrant and searched for Mm. explosives. The complaint states, the EOD team opened and closed containers, used x-ray equipment to search and closed containers, and after the initial warrant... I'm not even close, dude. I am not even close. This article gets so much worse. All all because this guy's a veteran? I mean, is that what gives them the belief that... He said he was depressed. Right, but... uh, are they normally going to bring the bomb squad into everyone's house who's depressed? Or is it because he's a veteran? Because he and, had a gun in D.C.? Well, just because you have a gun doesn't lead necessarily to explosives. I, I know. I mean, it, I'm, I'm thinking it's because he's a veteran and they just think that they maybe need to practice, are, though. I mean, you, you understand that every one of these teams needs to be practiced for the time when it really matters. So mm-hmm. they use these opportunities yeah, are they going to do that to the average pot dealer? I mean, it seems like Why they're not? picking on him because he's a veteran. Okay. During the search of Corrigan's home, John Doe 2 through 15 seized three firearms and numerous rounds of ammunition. For those uh, firearms and others, the three firearms were a rifle, which was unloaded and trigger locked. Mm-hmm. In a locked high, hard side case under his bed. A handgun, which was in a hard case in a drawer in the closet. And another handgun, which was in a zipped bag on the shelf at the bottom of the clothes rack. Pillows and blankets were on top and next to the bag. The locked cases were taken, but the broken latches were left on the floor. The ammunition was so stored. So they broke into them right there. Was, uh, right. The ammunition was stored in a plastic uh, crate, and the rest was in boxes um, in the original packaging in a milk crate, which was stored under a sleeping bag in the utility closet. Corrigan's eyeglasses were broken and thrown in the corner. Wow. Corrigan said, uh, how That's awful is that? That's just an F-U. Yeah, it really is. It's disgusting. Corrigan's, but watch, it gets, it even gets worse. Corrigan says he spent three days in the VA hospital because having weapons pointed at him upon his uh, leaving his apartment triggered his PTSD hypervigilance oh and caused uh, irregular heartbeat. I'm sure it did. After he released uh, from the hospital and determined not to be a suicide risk, Corrigan says the police arrested him, put him in jail, where he <laughs> remained for almost two weeks. Wow. Corrigan returned to his apartment 16 days after being seized. He found that John Doe's 1 through 15 had left the front door unlocked and unsecured. Nice. 
At least they had the decency to close it because they don't do that every time. Mm. I mean, you know, actually, there's no evidence that they actually closed it. A Good neighbor point. could have come by and done that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, they had left the electric stove on. Oh, my. Oh, I mean, wow. they were trying to burn this man's house down. They left the electric stove on. I find this to be the most disgusting part of this. These jackholes come into somebody's house and leave the electric stove on. How much did this cost? 16 days of a burner running? I mean, we're just we're just lucky it didn't burn the house down. I have no idea, um, you know, who's what the, what the house is attached to, what this domicile is attached to. Was this in an apartment? What was, I mean, he said a front and backyard. Was it a duplex? Was it a row house? I mean, they have those in D.C. Mm. How many how many people's lives did they put in danger in jeopardy. here? Yeah. What about the fire department that might have had to go in and check and see if somebody was in there? Wow, I mean, this is the man. irresponsibility of these guys. These, I, I'm, I'm just. This is. Well, at least they disgusting. didn't shoot his dog. But I wonder if he got his dog back after the 16 well, days. I'll go on here. Well, th- tell me in a moment here. We'll get to the rest of the story, and of course, we'll take your calls about whatever's on your mind. All this is. This is really. It's stunning. Shocking. Eight five five four fifty free. I thought I'd heard it all when it comes to police raids, but when they really get it, when you get into the details of what these guys do to someone's apartment, we've heard about apartments being trashed, homes being trashed. But when you really get into the detail about what that means that's when it really gets even more offensive than it normally is 855-450-FREE SACL CAI toll free line free talk live hi i'm mark craighead founder of crossbreed holsters are you looking for a concealed carry holster crossbreed holsters is the home of the world famous super tuck the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be and find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love we are the standard others try to imitate get the original get your super tuck at crossbreedholsters.com again that's crossbreedholsters.com This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Speaking of SACL-CAI, tell me about them, Mark. SACL-CAI is a company that handles uh, accounts receivable. They can do it for your business. And just all you have to do is f- to find out more is go to uh, the, the banner uh, for SACL CAI at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. The principal over there, Jason Osborne, one of the principals, I should say. Big supporter of Liberty, big supporter of the Free State Project, big supporter of Free Talk Live. And I think that he's going to have a pretty exciting announcement here pretty soon regarding uh, oh. um, uh, you know, the, the Free State Project and some things that he's been working on. Well, that's that's a nice tease. I don't mm-hmm. even know what that is, Mark. So I'm looking Indeed. forward. 855-450-FREE, uh, toll-free number here. You are sharing, Mark, with us a crazy story, as they all are. If you get into the nitty-gritty details of what these people do, the police coming into people's homes, raiding them, tearing them apart, getting into the actual detail of how they tear things apart is really outrageous. Remember, uh, Mark, back when the guys from MotorhomeDiaries.com, Pete and uh, Anna Damo and Jason Talley, uh, they were essentially pulled over in Mississippi. They were all arrested Taken to jail, Mississippi cops tore apart the RV. You recall hearing oh, that yeah. part of the story? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, they they actually when they got their RV back, they for, the first thing they did was they grabbed the video camera mm-hmm. and 
as they open the door, their first experience, open, you know, going into Marv, the Mobile Authority Resistance vehicle, was with the video camera. So you get to experience their their in, you know their reactions to what the cops did in there, and you get because you're there with a the camera, you get to see in detail exactly how they tore this place to pieces mm-hmm. and. And tore it to pieces. They did. They sure did. I mean, they. It was just so outrageous what the cops did, and and when you hear about it on the news, it's usually just brushed over. Like, oh, the cops did this, and they didn't leave the door locked, and they tore the place apart. But, but- when you talk to burglary victims. Um, it, you know, I often hear this, and I'm, I'm just going to make a sexist remark here. Usually it's the women I hear say this, and they feel that they've been defiled, that their home has been invaded. It's your sanctuary, yeah. Right. And, and um, you know, I— I would feel that way. I would, too. And, you know, I would think, you know, I'm just I'm speculating here that women who, you know, have bigger safety issues, you know, they're, you know, they're they're not as safe. Um, It's it's harder. You know, it's it's harder to be a a woman as far as the the safety aspect that they they have a difficult time feeling safe in their home for a long time when things like this happen. And I'm sure that this is exactly the same thing. It doesn't matter whether the people whether the burglars had stupid hats and badges. You know, sometimes the burglars uh, at least know what they're looking for, and they'll go for just the jewelry, or they'll go for just the computer, or whatever. Well, sometimes they'll make a sandwich, too, so... But my point being, the cops will tear your house apart. Not only that, just going through some of the things they, they we know that they did, they broke the man's glasses and threw them into a corner. It's disgusting. They turned on a burner on the stove and left it on for the entire time he was in jail over 2 weeks 16 two, days I thought it was less than You two. said it was 16 days a moment okay, ago Okay 16 days cuz he was in his hospital stay too 16 days they left a burner on the stove on It's crazy I mean I, they just, killed his goldfish I mean this guy This was, is a goldfish these are tropical fish I mean we he could very well have uh, discus in here that where he, that he paid $45 a piece for It was like a 150 gallon tank right? 150, the whole thing was did, th- That thing isn't full of dirty old fancy goldfish I'll Good tell point. you that That the whole tank was dead old though poop machines. Right the whole tank was dead Of course it was yeah. I mean what 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 else is going to happen it's a murky disgusting putrefied mess after God. 16 days You meant fish floating on the surface of this thing what this house smells like the door left completely uh, You know that unlocked. acrid smell when you have when you leave a burner on, you know, like that? So, yeah. I mean, it, Combine you've got that this, with dead fish. With, with the dead <gasps> fish, he, the guy doesn't know where his dog is. We oh, still don't man. have any, uh, you know, we still don't know where the dog is. Yeah, I, according to the story, we have no idea what happened to the dog. I mean, I'm just, I just at I least feel the so dog didn't get iced dude. by the police in the in the actual raid. I mean, that's maybe one thing that you can look on the bright side on. But there's not much of a bright side to it's, this. It's at doing all. a lot of bright side looking. And what is what was he charged with? Did it even say that? It never it's, said. I mean, in the lawsuit, attempted suicide. I mean, what do you? <laughs> right. What was he, he called charged? a helpline? There, there wasn't any victim. He did here. admit to having guns, and I and he was in D.C. Guns in D.C. Yeah, that's probably so. It. Maybe um, you know, it's it's a possession situation. I bet that's it. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm. I just. I. I God, what would so have happened? Awful. So, all right. So, what would have happened in this case had he not never gone outside? Would they have then come in with gas, uh, gas bangs or whatever, gas grenades? If and he flash admitted bangs to a and, crime, they very well could have. In that he had the guns in the house. That's right. He did admit to having guns in the house on the phone with the operator previously. So, I mean, they could have. I, I, I see the point. Um, you well, know, could they come in anyway if they believe you're suicidal? Well, we heard he's suicidal. We're just going to go in. I don't know the I'm, I I can't give legal advice here. I mean, I just don't know the answer as to what they can and if can't do. If you know, perhaps you're a law enforcement officer. 
you can call us. We'd love to hear from you. 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. I mean, the cops will use the flimsiest of pretenses uh, on which to enter a home. So it wouldn't surprise me if all they, if all they had to say was, well, the operator thought he might have been suicidal. So therefore, we'll just go into his home and put him in some handcuffs for his own protection. He'll be safe now. Well, we know they can I mean, take this. This couldn't deepen his depression anyway. Oh right? no, no! Not having to face a, a federal lawsuit or Washington D.C. Uh, prosecutor prosecuting you for gun possession charges. Of course, as you pointed out, Mark, this guy's in the military or was in the military, so he's been trained on how to use guns. But that doesn't matter. What matters is whether or not he's begged the bureaucrats' permission as to whether or not he can have them. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. So it. I mean, I. <laughs> this is just such an abuse of power. It looks so awful. Um, but and, that's what happens with power, Mark. I mean, people uh, abuse it every time. And so, what do you do about it? What do you do? What can you do? Well, first of all, you can move out of Washington D.C. What the hell are you doing there if you love liberty? Uh, well, I mean, t- to some extent, you could be dealing with uh, financial issues. Uh, moving is cost is costly. It's not venture. easy. I get it, no doubt about it. That's why we need to have uh, low cost rooms available up here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project or ShireSociety.com, where people can come here who love liberty and can get a get a foothold without having to have a whole bunch of money saved up. I mean, obviously, it's a good idea to have savings when you when you make a sure move. It is. But it, it would be helpful to be able to find. A a $200 room as opposed to a $600 room. So having things like that, I think, could be could be useful. I, yeah, I would, would not disagree with that. It'd be nice to be able to get um, you know some cheap room. But I mean, you know, the reason that rooms are $600 in some cases is because that's what a room is worth. And it's going to be difficult to get people to charge less. I mean, I don't know. Well, it depends on it depends. I mean, there's some folks that are looking at some options right here uh, in the Keene area. But if you're not in right in the heart of downtown Keene, if you're outside in some of the surrounding towns, you can get some rooms pretty cheap out there. Yeah, well, you can be out in the woods. Uh, if you if you can't fo- afford a six hundred dollar room, how are you doing with a you know car transportation? These are all good points, Mark. But if you can, you I know, mean, if you're I, in a place I like live out DC, in the woods, and life wouldn't be so great for me if I didn't have a car. If you're in a place like DC, though, it would behoove you, I would think, as a liberty minded person, to begin planning now. To begin saving. I, I concur. Take a look at your habits. I get it. Money's it's you know money's tight. The economy sucks. Maybe you know maybe jobs are hard to come by, but that doesn't mean that you can't scrimp and save a little bit here and there. Uh, look at your budget. Try to figure out what stuff you can cut back. Maybe uh, cut back on smoking or something like that, and and change your habits. Get the e-cigarette from VaporSmith.com. You'll exactly. save some money. Exactly. So there are little changes you can make in your life to result in money that you can have that you can put into a savings account and not touch until you're ready to make the move to somewhere better. Because I wouldn't want to stay in a place like that. And at least here in New Hampshire, if you say to the cops, you've got a gun. Be like, oh yeah, what model? <laughs> right. <laughs> You'll probably have a conversation about the yeah. gun. Uh, it won't be. It will not be anything like that. But that's. It's not to say that tyrannical acts have not been committed by uh, New Hampshire's law of enforcement. Of course, absolutely, these things have occurred. There are little tyrants in New Hampshire, just like there are everywhere. It's just that there are a little bit, maybe slightly fewer in New Hampshire, and they're not quite as tyrannical here. And of course, I don't been, think they have quite the backing from their uh, superiors here. Right, and as uh, Pete Ayer has pointed out, the reason why we're getting backlash is because we're doing things. The activists are here being active, unlike probably where you live, where no one's doing much of anything, just cowering and hiding and hoping they can wait out the storm of tyranny that is the United States federal government. I'm sorry, waiting is not going to solve this problem. This was the D.C. cops. 
okay, almost the same thing. 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. D.C. is governed by the federal government. This is Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. Take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And we invite you over to our website at freetalklive.com. If you like the fact that the website is free, you can download as many archives as you like and interact with our other listeners in various different ways. You like that? It's free? Well, you can support us voluntarily by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as $3 per month. So the price of a cup of coffee, a hamburger, you can help Free Talk Live get on more radio stations, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. Now, if that's not worth three bucks, I don't know what is. Amp.freetalklive.com, because I wish there were other people out there that were as effective in the radio business at talking about these ideas, but... Unfortunately, we don't. We haven't spawned a throng of imitators yet, Mark. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of ways to spend your Liberty Dollar out there. Um, a lot of organizations that uh, will happily take your money. Um, I don't know of any of them that meets that reaches the people like Free Talk Live does. So eight eight five five four fifty free. You can again go to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up there and get perks like access to the amp only call in lines, amp only podcast forum, and more. I get the details. Use any major credit card with uh, through PayPal or just use Visa or MasterCard right on our website. Go to amp.freetalklive.com as we go to Ed, listening in Washington State. Ed, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how's it going? What's on your mind, Ed? Oh, well, there's two things. One, you're discussing a case of that uh, veteran in D.C., mm-hmm. but I'm at your website, and there's no reference to that particular case, and I, I thought maybe if you were going to discuss it, it would be there. Well, we don't pull all of our show prep from the front page of our website. Uh, that's, well, that is one place that we go to uh, to get show prep. Mark, uh, this came from what source again? Um, this was from, uh, let's see, the Courthouse News. CourthouseNews.com. Courthouse News. Okay, I know what that said. I can check that out. Courthouse News. Yeah. Uh, right. And normally what we'll do is we'll post after the fact. Courthouse News will often just report on the lawsuit itself. So um, as far as hard news goes, sometimes you don't get the other side of the story. Um, I would like to point out, though, usually after the fact, we'll post. So, Mark, you will take that link, I would imagine, yep. and go to the BBS and then post that. Uh, after the show, we do typically post what prep we do use. So the Free Talk Live website is potential prep. Uh, it's, a, it's a social bookmarking website for our listeners, mostly, but we use it to uh, to call some show prep. But ultimately, we may or may not utilize any any of the stories from our from the front page of our own website. just all depends. Okay. And then I had just one thing here. Uh, that particular veteran uh, could well find himself uh, a good lawyer, and under Title 42 of the U.S. Code, Chapter 21, Subchapter 1, Section or Subsection 1983, is titled Civil Action for Deprivation of Rights. And very very briefly, it's, it's not that long. Every person who, under color of statute, 
any statute, ordinance, regulation, custom, or usage of any state or territory or the District of Columbia subjects or causes to be subjected any citizen of the United States or other person within the jurisdiction thereof to the deprivation of any rights, privileges, or immunities secured by the Constitution and laws shall be liable to the party injured in an action at law, suit in equity, or other proper proceedings for redress. Did it exempt the District of Columbia? No, no, it was, in it. It was included. It, it was included. Yeah, well, D.C. is included. Yeah, but we know that they've been destroying people's rights forever, so, like, what's... How's that going to Well, help? you know, the thing is here, in a, in a, if, if, you, if you don't mind me saying, you know, the problem is that people just don't care. If they don't stand up for their rights... Well, he is suing them. Yeah. Okay, that's great, but the point is, uh, how many other people would do this? I don't know. I, I'd, so I'd say a lot of people. Uh, yeah, a lot of people just want it to go away. They want to put this uh, terrible situation behind in their minds, and I can understand why they choose to 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 do that. I mean, you know, it's got to be ver- it's got to be really tough. It only brings back the memories. It's it's always the it's the same kind of idea that you don't want to put the rape victim up on the uh, the stand. I mean, essentially, <laughs> if you go and uh, fight these people in court, you're going to have to deal with this stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. Well, you know the old saying: if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Right? That is true. Okay. I agree, you know that that one's got to stand up, but I understand why people choose not to. Hmm. It's, I mean, okay. uh, you know, I'm not I'm not forgiving it or anything like that. I'm just saying, look, I I it's got to be painful. Anything else you want to share, oh. Ed? And just one last thing that this paragraph ends with: for the purposes of this section, any act of Congress applicable exclusively to the District of Columbia shall be considered to be a statute of the District of Columbia. Hmm. So there you go. Well, right, right. It's Congress 41. that rules the the district. So and... if if it's against the law to have a gun in D.C., and I know it's, it's darn not close to the that. law. McDonald versus U.S. knocked that out. I mean, excuse me, McDonald versus Chicago knocked that out. The Supreme Court said that it is the right of the citizens to keep and bear arms, and they said in their houses. But if you look at it at the whole reasoning, the Fourteenth Article of Amendment applied the Bill of Rights to the state, and if the Bill of Rights is applied to the state then it just doesn't apply to your house. It applies to everywhere, every place you happen to find yourself legally. Well, that's an interesting legal opinion. I like but, it. <laughs> uh, right, but I don't know if the courts care about that viewpoint. I mean, if that well, were true, then, if that that were true, then we'd been... see the gun bans turned overturned in the places where they exist, and they haven't been. Well, that's because nobody's doing anything. Well, why don't you do something? I am doing something. What are you doing? I'm a member of the GOA. I'm a member of the SAF. I'm a member of but are you suing somebody? Organizations. Are, are you suing? I can't somebody? do everything by myself, but I can lend my my financial, you know, my financial strength. Do to you them. really feel like those organizations do anything besides just sucking money out of people so they can continue Absolutely their organization? They Absolutely, they do. All right. Just cool. because they don't get instant results doesn't mean they're not doing something. You yeah, know, it the, takes it takes a while the, to get the get the results. I'm going to agree with that. The wheels of the wheels of justice turn slowly. Yeah. Her Thanks, Ed, for the sword. call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Yeah, you know, I get what he's saying. About I agree the, with him. These organizations, I just, I feel like all they do is exist to just perpetuate themselves. Well, just because none of them get on your side in your little cases, I mean, doesn't mean that they're not doing something. Maybe your cases aren't ironclad. 
Well, I've seen the Institute for Justice actually do things to defend to defend people. Sure. So it's not it's not fair for me to throw them all under the bus. But like, yes, there are like these think tanks, for instance, out but there. The think that, tanks aren't legal organiza- aren't uh, organizations meant to fight uh, for people's rights in particular areas. That's a different idea. I know the think tanks. You know, they put out papers and stuff like that, and it doesn't look like they're doing as much. Well, then you've got organizations like the NRA that actually back the current uh, status. Well, he quo. didn't mention the NRA. No, he didn't. I'm just saying there are organizations out there that uh, position themselves as the friends of freedom but uh, not so much not when you start to really dig in and learn about what they really believe what they're really doing so be cautious as uh, in regards to who you support out there i think at the same time you know you've you got to get behind somebody let's talk to conan well if you've got money to give to dc-based organizations i say put some of that money away and move your move out of dc <laughs> get out of there let's go to uh, conan listening in clarksville tennessee conan you're on free talk live Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. What's on your mind tonight? Well, uh, I've been following the Free State Project for a little while now. Um, Excellent. I have to say I really like what I've been reading and hearing. Um, I'm going to be taking a trip up there uh, sometime between April and May to do a drive-through. Great. Uh, I'm having one problem, however, and that would be with the property tax. Oh, yeah, it's real bad. Um, it's, it's horrible, uh, especially for a guy in my situation where I don't, I don't, Make a, I don't pay a lot of income tax where I'm at, and I don't buy a lot of stuff. So, I mean, I'm actually in a good situation you know, with low property tax. Yeah, I, you know, we dealt yeah. with this in Florida. Um, right, I pay more here than yeah, I did in Florida. Uh, by, the way, that, by the way, that's where I'm originally from, Gainesville, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in Florida, my property taxes, I remember on the one house, were like 1400 bucks. Now I'm paying $3,300. And, yeah, there was a sales tax, but there's no but, – but the sales tax was exempted on unprepared foods and um, on, you know – uh, things like that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it was basically the pra- plastic crap you buy at Walmart that uh, you know they would get me on sales crap for uh, sales uh, tax for, and I didn't spend that kind of money that I would be able to be paying another two thousand dollars in sales tax. So yeah, uh, agreed. You know, people. Everybody takes their hit to move. Just moving costs money. You got to sell your house. Somebody gets a cut. You buy a house. Somebody gets a cut. I would also recommend renting before you buy. Um, you know, when you right. If you rent, it's pretty transparent. I mean, rents are are right around where you would probably expect them to be as far as uh, living in a city versus living in the woods. So if you're if you're renting, you don't see the property taxes. It makes it a little bit easier, a little more easy to stomach. Um, but you know, if you run the numbers, you can make it work. So I have to. I'm paying four times as much in uh, property tax here. I, I went from paying about fifteen hundred to uh, six thousand dollars a year. But I also own a duplex in uh, Keene, and so I'm able to cover the cost of the property taxes through having renters. Uh, so you know there are ways to uh, to make it work, and some some places have higher taxes than others. As Mark pointed out, he's paying half as much in property tax as I do, and he just lives you know eight minutes outside of and town. And a much nicer place to live. Uh, so if you want, you can stick with us here, Conan. We're happy to answer any other questions you have or issues you might want want to present. Eight five five four fifty three. But we're going to do it an hour. Number three, which is up next, one eight five five four five zero three seven three three. For me, paying the extra taxes and having to deal with that is well worth it to be on the, the leading edge of the liberty movement. This is the place to be. It's Free Talk Live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. 
Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest Liberty Forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. Talk Live, and we're launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free at 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there because they're completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com, and you can actually control the content of the site. You submit things to it that you find online that you think are interesting. Maybe it's a news article or a blog post or a YouTube video. You submit it. Others vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion, and you get to vote on things as well. And the most voted up will make it to the front page in the top of the website at freetalklive.com. So we uh, continue with you and your thoughts. Uh, going to Conan, he's in Clarksville and had called uh, toward the end of last hour to ask some questions about New Hampshire and the Free State Project. And, of course, we talk a lot about that here on this program because, well, we joined the Free State Project years ago and made the move uh, about five-plus years ago to New Hampshire and to join other others, uh, now over a 1,000 people in New Hampshire who love liberty so much that uh, most of them are willing to move here and pick up their lives and their families and businesses and and come here to New Hampshire and get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. But there are some sacrifices or investments, perhaps you'd like to look look at it that way. There's some changes that are going to happen when you move from one point to another. And one of the negatives of moving to New Hampshire is the huge property taxes that they have up here. And, of course, the reason for that is they don't have income taxes in the state. Uh, so this is one well, of the it's ways. It's not huge if you consider moving from California or New, or New York, York or New Jersey or one of these other myriad of uh, state uh, Massachusetts, even any of the surrounding states. I'm up glad here. you pointed that out because there are a lot of states where the property taxes are either on par with New Hampshire or more expensive than New Hampshire, and they have state income taxes. Yes. So there are a lot of places where moving to New Hampshire will be a net decrease in taxation for you and I, Mark, and also for Conan, who's originally from Florida, apparently. Uh, it is going to be an increase uh, in taxation in some places. So, Conan, you're back on Free Talk Live. Go ahead with your thoughts. Well, you know, actually, uh, here in Clarksville, the taxes are even higher. Really? Uh, however, the homes, the home values are assessed at a much, much lower value. Mm-hmm. And so we're not being as taxed as much. In fact, I've, I've noticed, looking at some real estate values there in New Hampshire, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the values are sometimes twice as much as the selling value. And... I, I guess my question for any realtors up there would be, you know, or not realtors, but the actual tax assessors, and that is, are they going to reassess those property values? You can demand that. Down? Are they going to stay exactly where they're at? You can demand that a property, uh, that, that they reassess your property if you uh, feel that it is not at market value or something like that. Um, you know, you're going to have less or more uh, success depending on under what circumstance you buy the property. If you, for whatever, get it like it is a foreclosure or short sale or something like that, they're going to say, oh, well, it's worth more than that. But yeah, you know, I mean, they're, the, the towns are uh, as, uh, going as slowly as they possibly can to reassess properties down 
from the uh, real estate bubble. When I bought mine uh-huh. back in 2006, I did go through that, what they call the abatement process, which is what you're talking about, Mark, where it's kind of a pain, but you can do it. They, they want you to get like eight copies of uh, you know other houses that have sold in the area. And- not, not in my town. Uh, that's just here in Keene, yeah. where, uh, where the socialists live. The, um, you know, I made a, I think I wrote a letter and said, I, I dispute this. Oh, and really? And they sent somebody out to reassess and reassessed it downward. Now, one of the problems in New Hampshire is that when they do these assessments, the person goes into your home, which is pretty offensive it to is. me. Yep. And if you refuse to allow them in... Then, then they're not going to reassess any direction. Well, right. Well, no, what they can do is they can assess it at any arbitrary amount that they want to, yep. and you can't contest it at that point. So basically, you have to let... If you want to reassess your home, you have to let a bureaucrat come in and nose around in there, which I find pretty offensive. But I went through that process early on. Uh, I, I don't know if I would do it again, just because I just don't like, like don't that like happening. So there are well, some, well, did, some did, did, problems. did the values end up coming down yes. as a result? Yes. That is, they, they did. Yes. Uh, but obviously right, and, I'm, uh, I'm still paying six grand a year in property taxes. So it's still pretty expensive to live in Keene. Now Keene is the most expensive of all of the towns in New Hampshire. So again, there are a lot of places where you can live for a lot less. And if you really, if it's all about price to you, then you can move to Berlin in New Hampshire, which is the northern portion of the state. Oh yeah, there's plenty of places you don't have to pay much for property taxes. You, you can get houses for what, 30 grand in Berlin or something like yeah, that? I mean, yeah. they're not very expensive there at all. But then again, the town's dying. So that's a factor that you have to deal with. It's essentially, you know, the Detroit of uh, New Hampshire, <laughs> without all the crime. Are you seeing? Are you seeing any headway in lowering the taxes? I know a lot of that is education. Are you seeing any? Is are there any? Well, what what's are the there headway any folks out there who want to lower? It? Oh I'm yeah, sorry. absolutely. People want to do it, and the legislator has been working on it. But at this point, you have know, they? Yeah, they have. In what way? The, the 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 state house they've been introducing all kinds of things to be able to get because the first thing is this linchpin is this uh decision called the claremont decision the claremont decision uh takes new hampshire's uh constitution which is unique among constitutions is does not guarantee the right to an education but says that we cherish it um and it overturns the ruling of the supreme court to say that that means that people have a right to an education mm. and uh, you know cons- uh, new hampshire already spends twice what florida did per student um you know to to educate but uh, you know that th- first you have to do something and get the supreme court out of education and then you can start working on these other these other issues so, so yeah, you say people, they're working on the court decision they somehow are. yeah all right well that's good to know and by the way this you is know, the most important issue facing new hampshire and i pay attention closely to it by the way this is a early early point in the whole free state project process we only have a thousand people in state uh, and only so many of those thousand are working on issues like you know that we're talking about. Each person has their own pet issues that they're going to spend time on. Uh, so really, the solution is to get more people here, uh, and hopefully to not have people wait until things are uh, completely perfect for them to move. There's a lot that needs to change, and we need people on the ground willing to do the activism that it takes to get it to change. See where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Almost. It's, it's definitely my pet project. <laughs> well, great. Well, come on up here and help uh, save us from these horrible uh, property taxes. I mean, I'm ready to join in together with a group of people to just quit paying them. Uh, but unfortunately, we don't have people that are willing to do that either at this point. So uh, more people, I think, will solve all of these uh, these problems. Anything else on your mind tonight, Conan? That, that's about it. I uh, Maybe I'll see you guys in the May, May April area time period. Super. Look forward uh, to it. And, uh, by when by you, the way, when by you... the way where is, what city is Mark from? I uh, don't He's from share. around. Yeah, I, I, I live in a okay. an okay. adjacent town. 
Hey, thanks, Conan. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. And by the way, if you are going to come up to New Hampshire for a visit, if it's not during the Liberty Forum, when it's obvious what you can go and do, or the Pork Fest, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, the two yearly events that the Free State Project puts on, great excuses to come up and see New Hampshire and meet hundreds of like-minded people. You can always go to uh, the Free State Project Forum at forum.freestateproject.org. Also, the Shire Society Forum at forum.shiresociety.com. And those are two great places where you can ask questions of people. But also let folks know, hey, I'm coming up and I'd like to meet some people. And so let let everybody know, post a message. Well, first of all, you should go before you're going to come, post a message, introduce yourself and, you know, participate a little bit. At least that way people kind of know you a little uh, before you come up. And then when you're going to come up for a visit, you post another message that, hey, my you know family and I or I'm coming up or my friend and I or whatever. We're going to come up. We're going to come up this time frame. We want to go to these places and can you meet up with us, basically? And, and people will respond to you and you know, maybe let you know what's happening in town on those particular days and, sure. uh, and perhaps even schedule a special kind of meet and, uh, meet and greet event for like you it's never happened. as well. Uh, but, but it requires you to reach out and to you know, t- touch base with people and, and meet folks. Uh, 855-450-FREE. Someone was posting over at the – I think it was the Free State Project Forum recently saying that he was an introvert and that uh, he heard, actually heard about the Free State Project by listening to Free Talk Live. In Ithaca, New York. So, uh, thanks to uh, you know our radio stations for Sweet. putting this uh, this show out there, and that he wants to come up, but he's introverted. So, like, that's a tough thing, right? Because the the Free State Project is relatively a social, very social movement. There's a lot of opportunity to socialize with people. I mean, obviously, you can move up, move into the woods, and keep quiet and keep to yourself, and I don't know, write a letter to the editor or. What kind of? I, I suppose that if you're an introvert, you could do like technical work behind the scenes. I think there's a lot of people that are introverted that have moved up for the Free State Project and done a lot of great things. Um, you know, you, you don't have to go out to the state house or anything like that. You can l- write letters to editors. That's hugely important. Yeah. Um, you can uh, you know work on website work with people and and do things like that. But frankly, I think that the original idea behind the Free State Project wasn't to have these people that were active every day of the week. For uh, liberty, there are more just people that would be interested in that idea. 855-450-FREE. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there. Uh, We give them to you. If you've got a smartphone, you can visit m.freetalklive.com for quick access to our mobile site. 
And the mobile site has quick links to the various different streams that we have. Three different streams for you to try out. Uh, one broadband, one midband, one narrowband. Uh, whatever bit, uh, bit rate will fit your internet connection. Uh, there are different ones and they're all free. Over at m.freetalklive.com. And also a quick link to our podcast there. And some software that you can download for your phone. Different software for different phones, but also the TuneIn software. Probably the best that I've seen. Uh, across across all platforms, because some software is only on some phones and some software is only on other phones. Okay. But TuneIn is on every single phone, every smartphone out there has a uh, TuneIn app. And from what I understand, it's like one of the top downloaded apps internationally. Like this, this is pretty huge. So that's a it's an easy way to access uh, Free Talk Live's live streams is through the TuneIn app. Uh, 855-450-FREE is uh, our number here. Also, want to tell you about the Bitcoin. That's right. Bitcoin's the world's first anonymous digital cash. With Bitcoins, there are no contracts to sign or terms of service to abide by. Anyone can download the free Bitcoin software and be using it in a few minutes. With Bitcoins, you can send and receive money anywhere in the world without needing the permission of any bank or government. To learn how, visit weusecoins.org. And now, thanks to BitInstant.com, you can have Bitcoins in less than an hour to buy, by depositing cash at any major bank. To buy your Bitcoins with cash, visit BitInstant.com. It's it, and this is an anonymous way to go about doing it, by the way. It's at BitInstant.com. So we were talking earlier about Washington, D.C. and their raid, the police raiding a veteran's home who called a helpline, basically. He was feeling depressed. He admitted on the phone that he had guns in the house. And then hours later, the police show up to raid his house, steal all of his guns, destroy his property, leave the stove burner on, break his glasses, steal his dog, uh, you know, leave his fish to die. Just they died. All- all kinds of uh, destruction these people caused, and we were wondering why. You know what what was going on with the guns? Was was he somehow in violation of the D.C. laws on handguns? Odds are good he was, simply because D.C. is one of the more restricted places as far as carrying firearms. And here is a useful uh, bit of news that will kind of tie into that from the Wall Street Journal, WSJ.com. This story here, I was just kind of digging around on D.C. gun laws. This is fairly recent, October fourth of twenty eleven. The District of Columbia can continue to ban semi-automatic rifles and large-capacity ammunition magazines and require that handguns be registered, according to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, ruling that the D.C.'s gun regulations do not run afoul of the Supreme Court's 2008 ruling in District of Columbia versus Heller. As you may recall, in Heller, the high court struck down D.C.'s previous ban on handguns. The right to keep a bare arms only includes weapons that fire one shot at a time. And according to the court ruling, it underscores the broader fact that state and federal courts have largely upheld restrictive firearm laws even in the wake of the Heller decision. So as you can see, it doesn't matter what the courts say. It doesn't even matter in this case what the Supreme Court says because the lower courts can just say, well, we disagree. And if you don't like it, you can appeal to the Supreme Court. So if the Supreme Court says one thing and you cite that, what they say in your court case about guns or whatever the issue mm-hmm. is, then you, you, know, you can stand on it. You can feel darn good about it. Look, it's the Supreme Court. They're backing up the right to bear arms. It's really crystal clear here, folks. What's the big deal? But then the, other, you know, the, the man in the robe in your courtroom can say, well, that's your interpretation, son. And, uh, that's exactly what they'll go say. Go ahead and rule against you. And if you don't like it, then you can hire a lawyer uh, and pay whatever fees are involved 
involved in taking it to the next court level, where you will then be shot down again, most likely, and then you can take it all the way up to the next level, and then, you know, maybe 10 years later, you'll finally get another ruling from the Supreme Court that hopefully will back you in your particular case, but by that time, how many other people's rights have been violated? Right. Are you room temperature at that point? So what good does the Supreme Court really do if no one cares, if no one pays any attention? You've got the Glick decision recently, which is not Supreme Court, but it was an appeal, I believe, an appeals court, court, uh, where, you know, the first circuit court of appeals has said that you have the right to record these government bureaucrats if they're in in their job, if they're doing their so-called public duty, they're in a public place, they have no expectation of privacy, you have a right to record these people. Glick's pretty crystal clear on that, Mm -hmm. but it hasn't stopped the cops from saying, I'm going to arrest you for recording me. It hasn't stop them from intimidating cameramen it hasn't changed anything well to some extent is if the camera people know the decision they can bluff the cops i mean if if a police officer said that to me i would beg them to arrest me please do that please arrest me i'm begging you to arrest me because you're going to make me a very rich man and you're going to make yourself look like a fool well, if you, don't if you lose can your find job. an attorney who's willing to take your case no no no. i'm i'm talking about right there eye to eye with the cop i see that's how you do it yeah, but you have to be willing to be arrested in order to say something like that, and most people aren't. Indeed. So they still will get pushed are they, around. Are they, are they interested in making a bunch of money? Because with the Glick decision, this is the second time that this, uh, this circuit has ruled this way. Mm-hmm. And they had some very strong words for law enforcement, essentially like, you're ignoring our decisions. So the next time around, there's going to be a big monetary reward. I hope you're right about that, Mark. I, I really do. But ultimately, unless people are willing to take the risk of being arrested, they can't go through that. People have and to take, take certain people risks. People do. I, I would like to encourage people to take more risks. I think little risks are important. I think more people taking little risks can go a long way. But I also don't blame people for not wanting to and uh, you know wanting to keep their head down and, and all that. Uh, so ultimately, if people don't take those risks, then the police will successfully intimidate them into stopping recording and or whatever it is, uh, other violations of the Constitution sure. they're doing. So, Agreed. Uh, in a majority opinion, D.C. Circuit Judge Douglas Ginsburg likened D.C.'s requirement to register handguns, he said, to other common registration or licensing schemes, such as those for voting. Just you could, you, you've got to register, and we just don't give any uh, you know, licenses. Sorry. Such as those for voting or for driving a car that cannot be reasonably considered onerous. See, because there's already registration for other things, it's completely acceptable for you to register your gun. It's not onerous at all. It's not a violation of your rights because we've already violated your rights. Huh? That's how it goes. The court also reasoned that the city's interest in fighting crime justifies the ban on semi-automatic rifles and magazines containing more than 10 rounds of ammunition. But dissenting Judge Brent Kavanaugh would have struck down the district's gun law saying... Unless it's uh, held by you know some government bureaucrat. Right. The Supreme Court, he said, has long made clear the Constitution disables the government from employing certain means to prevent, deter, or detect violent crime. But he wasn't the winner. The uh, the people that wanted the D.C. gun restrictions to continue were the ones that won that case. And so D.C.'s gun restrictions continue. So therefore, this man, this uh, veteran who's well-trained in firearms, obviously, uh, has been – had his rights taken away from him, spent 16 days in a cage, is facing criminal charges for having – we presume for having guns in his home. Well, and they said that there were guns in his home. We presume that We're presuming that's what the charges, what the charges right, were right. for. Right. Thank you for clarifying that. Uh, so what's not clear is exactly what those charges were. Did he have a handgun without a permit? Was it unregistered? Uh, did he have – you know, what, what, what technical violations of the law were anything. there? Yeah. I mean, is it anything? Who knows? So, 855-450-FREE. That's not the only D.C.-related news we've got for you here from the D.C. police. This one from the Washington Times is about a police sergeant who's been sentenced 
get this, to jail. Now, for a cop to get sentenced to jail, they would have had to have done something pretty pretty serious. Doesn't happen every day. It does not happen, hardly at all. So what did this officer do? We will explain here in a moment. 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want as well. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. Bring up whatever you want, toll-free at 855-453. The cycle CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that you'll find there. Once again, freetalklive.com. The webcam's there, too, uh, one of those features. And uh, the webcam also includes the chat room built into the same page. You can go watch, listen, and interact with other Free Talk Live listeners. You can do it all for free at cam.freetalklive.com. That's cam.freetalklive.com. So in another D.C.-related news story, since we're kind of on that subject tonight, stories from the Washington Times, and it's a former D.C. police sergeant has been sentenced to more than 18 months, or excuse me, to 18 months in jail for stealing more than $40,000 from a senior citizen that she met while investigating a crime, according to prosecutors. Uh, let's see. Aisha Hackey, who resigned from the Metropolitan Police Department, pleaded guilty to felony theft uh, felony theft charge in August. She met the 85-year-old victim in 2010 while investigating a report that the woman's bank account had been targeted in a lottery fraud scheme. So... While investigating a fraud-related scheme, she saw a sucker. This woman decided she was going to take this 85-year-old uh, old lady for a ride. Gosh, prosecutor said from the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office for the District uh, in May, the woman reported to her bank there were a number of checks written from her account to Aisha Jackson, a name she didn't recognize. Prosecutors said. Investigators discovered Hackley, who also went by the name Aisha Jackson, had blank checks from the woman's bank account at her home. A total of 14 checks totaling over $40,000 were written from the woman's account to either Hackley or one of Hackley's relatives. Hackley has apparently since paid the money back, but that's not going to stop them from putting her in jail for 18 months Hmm. in this particular case. Had the money to pay back. It's amazing. Yeah, that is. It's pretty unusual that she didn't just go right out and spend it uh, on something. And she clearly misassessed this 85-year-old lady, and uh, she ended up being a lot sharper than uh, Hackley thought. Clearly, yeah. I mean, you know, she thought that she was just going to be able to, you know, this, this woman was going to be a mess and not able to keep track of her bank accounts at all. It's not uncommon that uh, people will Absolutely. take advantage of the elderly in situations like this. They will pose as a concerned individual about something and then use, you know, their wiles to uh, make Make it into the trusting, you know, the, the level of trust necessary in sure. order to get access to bank accounts and things like that, and then you know, clean out all these, uh, you know, nice, well-intentioned old people who didn't didn't see it coming. Yeah. Uh, but in this case, this lady is not suffering from some dementia or something else that would prevent her from being able to handle her own accountings. She figured it out somehow, and she she caught this cop uh, red-handed, basically. Now, 
I don't necessarily agree that somebody who is willing to pay, you know, make payments or pay back something should spend 18 months in jail. But on the other hand, it is nice to see a cop get uh, sent to the clink from time to time for doing something wrong. Well, they certainly she would send somebody else for it. Um, right. You know, I I think that if the the lady got paid back, um, you know, there probably should be some kind of uh, recompense. But you're talking about a, essentially a property crime here, mm-hmm. and the idea is to send a message: don't do this, kids. Otherwise, we'll do this to you. And you know, I mean, what, whatever. So, 855-450-FREE, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. In other news, Mark, I think you had something you wanted to share with us about this uh, big story, I guess, about a guy who killed his own children in an explosion. Yeah, there's uh, there's a story going around now. It's a big deal, and uh, it's it sounds it, like it. It's it's shocking, and and it's just the kind of thing that the major media loves. And I have sort of a different thought on it. The idea that what happened here is this guy Josh Powell, um, he got his he had his uh, young sons. Uh, they were. F- seven and four um they were taken from him in a custody situation he had previously apparently his wife had gone missing and he had a very suspicious cover story which mm-hmm. is that he decided to go camping and sub freezing uh deg- temperatures with a uh like an 18 month old and a four year old um seems suspicious <laughs> you know and then when he gets back his his wife is gone mm-hmm. you know, like like it's a you know, it's a pretty suspicious story. And apparently the cops, uh, you know, to add to that, saw a fan, uh, you know, blowing on a wet spot in the carpet. But three years ago, they didn't have enough information to convict this guy. So this guy is, by all accounts, innocent. Now, the news loves to portray people as guilty. And I, you know, I don't know what happened or why. The, you know, I guess the, the, what, the, the guy's dad with whom he was living was uh, caught for pornographic child porn and so essentially his kids ended up getting taken from him and hang on his dad was caught his dad was caught got it josh's dad was caught for you know pornography and i guess the kids got taken as a result from josh as a result of that so i mean you know we appear to have by all accounts here to have a very effed up family Got it. But I want and the kids were taken and given to the other uh, the, the, grandparents, the, parents, the grandparents of the woman who's missing. That's right. Uh, the the, mom, the parent, missing, mom and dad of the, the missing mom. But you know, I mean, this guy's side of the story is: Hey, my wife left me and my kids, and I don't know what happened to her, and I'm an innocent man. Um, and you it know, wasn't my porn; it was my dad. It wasn't my porn; it was my dad. My kids were taken from me unfairly, and you know. Father's rights are being abrogated all over the United States, and I'm being treated poorly, and I'm a victim, and la da la la la. Right. So that's his side, and mm-hmm. you know, there certainly are guys out there that have legitimate complaints in this area. I see fathers. I've met get, a few of them. Yeah, fathers get abused by the court system time and again. Now, I'm sure that this guy felt like one. I don't know whether he killed his wife. I've got no opinion on that. Mm. Uh, you know, there's no clearly the the police had no, not enough evidence. Otherwise, they would have charged him. Right. Uh, whatever the cops' opinions are, fine. I can tell you, if your wife ends up dead or missing, the first person they're going to want to throw in the clink is, is your you. butt, and that's always what their thought is. It's the easiest thing to do. So, who knows what happened? There's no, I mean, I don't understand never why this, know. this camping enthusiast went camping. Maybe the only time he's ever been camping at this night. I don't know. Um, apparently, the boys, according to the uh, the family who has just gotten the custody of the boys now, uh, that the boys were beginning to verbalize what happened to their mom. Their mom. Um, now, consider 18 months 
and four years were how old these children were when their mom went missing. Mm-hmm. The suggestion is is that I assume the seven-year-old is saying things like pointing at his chest and going, Mommy, owie. Mommy, owie. Mommy in the cave looking for crystals. Things like this. In ways that seven-year-olds don't talk. Right. It's very strange. And I don't... This is, you're sure they're saying it's the seven-year-old who's saying that? Well, who's it going to be? The four-year-old? Who's going to believe that an 18-month-old remembers what happened and where his mommy was buried? I mean, I think that these stories, the story about about the children is outlandish, Mm. in my opinion. Um, I don't don't get that. But, uh, you know, there's suspicious stuff all around here. I don't, I tend not, I tend to believe that these children's minds are being uh, seeded by the the other side of the family with these ideas and in hopes that uh, finally the husband is brought to justice. If the husband did this, you know, whatever, it's hard to feel bad for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they they didn't convict this guy. So what he, what he did was he got uh, the, 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 the court bureaucrat or whatever comes along with the kids to have a supervised, vis- supervised visitation at his house. Mm-hmm. He takes his two kids right in the front door, pushes the lady out, slams the door in her face. Moments later... The house blows up. He wow. has uh, put 10 gallons of gasoline around the house, five around the house, and then another five-gallon thing right next to him. Lights it up. Holy kills crap. himself and his kids. Um, you know, clearly this is a man who is pushed to the edge for whatever reason. Maybe he was a sick killer who was c- going to get caught, or maybe he was a dad who had his kids taken away through no fault of his own. I don't know what the answer is, but I do know that, A, if you're upset about the situation, don't kill your kids. These kids could have had a, a reasonably fine life um, without you killing them. I mean, there's so there's no reason for that. I mean, this is sick selfishness on his part, no matter what happened, the idea that he did this. Secondly, if he cares at all about some kind of sense of justice, he has put back the uh, situation of fathers in this country. Because well, let's now- talk more about that here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. It's terrible. Uh, and, of course, we had a similar situation here in Keene, New Hampshire, where a guy lit himself on fire. Thankfully, he didn't light his kids. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. You take control. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. In these remaining moments, there's enough time for you and your thoughts at 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Inviting you to the website, freetalklive.com. If you are enjoying this program, you can help support us by promoting Free Talk Live. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. You'll learn how to get a free bumper sticker with uh, Free Talk Live on it. You can apply that to wherever you would like. And, of course, you can uh, get more stuff like web banners for your site, uh, your blog. Uh, You can also download high-resolution graphics with which you can make whatever your little heart desires. 
uh, and you know, sell it too. I don't care. Make make free talk live T-shirts and have a blast. Uh, I hope I hope someone can make a hundred thousand dollars off of selling free talk live T-shirts, <laughs> and I never see a dime of it. Uh, you could do that in theory with the high res graphics you'll find in for theory it at promote.freetalklive.com. <laughs> it's not a recommendation for a business plan. I know I don't want to bother with packing and shipping things out. So if that's something you want to do, by all means, or just make your own shirt and use an iron-on graphic and. Go that far. That has been that has been done before too. Yep. So uh, you can do those things and more, and download flyers and print those out, and distribute them over at promote.freetalklive.com. And we're talking about the, uh, the kind of the fathers' rights movement, I guess, uh, is what they call it. I don't know if that's the entirely accurate term, but I think it uh, it it suggests that the uh, and I think correctly that fathers are basically screwed over by the court system left and right just all over the place the the uh, the woman in the breakup almost every time gets the benefit of the doubt and she ends up with the children she ends up with you know whatever else and in a lot of cases stuff will be made up about these dads uh, sure. to keep I mean, them away the from the accusation kids. that they are uh, some kind of uh, you know sexual predator is usually considered to be just a foregone conclusion if it is made and there's very little that these men can do besides just put up and shut up i mean they just have to jump through the hoops uh, so they can see their kids we were at a local event recently mark and there's a gentleman there who has uh, has met me and you you knew him from the past mm-hmm. as well who has been having a tough time with the the local court system here and he was telling me that he gets to see his daughter for the first time in I don't know, it was like 10 months or something God, crazy like awful. that uh, and it, you know he finally gets to see her for an unsupervised visit because like these supervised visits are just the absolute worst. He said the last one, the uh, the two supervisors or whatever, they took away his daughter from him, and she did not want to leave, and they literally had to drag her yeah, out. Of what's the room. that like? You know, I mean, obviously the kid doesn't know that we're running by a timeline here. Anybody who's ever had a kid understands that their uh, their concepts of timelines are really uh, shifty. And you know, what's it like when she wants to stay with daddy who she hasn't seen for? Uh, you know, 10 months and, oh, no, sorry, we got to go. And the daughter's, uh, you know, the, the kids' opinions don't factor in. No. Which I think is really offensive because you would think that the child should be able to say, hey, uh, yeah, I think dad treats me better or mom or whoever. I think this tr- I like I'd rather stay with this parent. Rather than having some man in a robe uh, make a decision based on what some yeah, some bureaucrats, some what do they call them, guardian ad litems up here or something like that. Yeah, uh, and a lot of these bureaucrat. guardian ad litems tend to be, and I mean, this is just a, this is a broad generalization, but people that would do this work tend to be activists in this area. People that tend to be activists in this area tend to be activists for the women's right movement. Mm. People that tend to be activists in the women's right movement tend to be gender feminists. Gender feminists tend to want to use to, to vilify men in any way, shape, or form that they can. I mean, there's actually a subgroup of these people that believes the world would be better off if there were no men, that we have <laughs> enough sperm banks and we need no more men. I mean, it happens. So I mean, it's just it's so sad to hear these stories and there's no shortage of them. I mean, we can open the phones up and take call after call from angry parents who've been just screwed over by this system. Sure. Now, I don't know this guy that well, but he seems like a well-intentioned uh, gentleman. I'm talking about the guy that we met this that I met this weekend, yeah. uh, not 
not the guy that blew his, himself up with his children. We'll That's get back to that terrible. story in a moment. Uh, but, you know, I don't know this guy that well. So obviously I don't know his ex-wife's side of the story, right? So I'm just going based on what he tells me. And from what These he people t- just want to see their kids. Right. And from what he tells me, his ex-wife is, cra- is a crack smoker. But yet he doesn't have custody of the children. And he's a business owner. It's not like he's some bum. So it's just unbelievable what happens to these folks. And this system pushes people so hard and so far over such a long period of time. I mean, it's bad enough for me to have to, uh, for anybody to have to sit with a court case hanging over their head with just like a regular criminal charge. Mm-hmm. But even then, you're only dealing with a year or something like that. You're only dealing with, you know, a year of having to charge out there and you have to go to court and then whatever time you spend in jail and it's over for the most part at that point. You know, maybe you get some probation or whatever. But with these parents, this is an 18 year process. And- some cases it's the most important thing in the world to them right so it's a huge drain of not only your financial resources but your mental resources as well it's a huge tax on your ability to live your life how you want because you're constantly jumping through court court approved hoops and doing whatever it is they tell you and paying whatever arbitrary amounts they tell you to pay so you can keep yourself out of a jail cell yeah as as far as the courts are concerned these days children belong to the women and under extreme circumstances, they will take the children away and give them to someone else. That someone may be the man, but that's what their assumption is. Their assumption is that they belong to the women, and the secondary assumption is is that everybody, every father going through divorce that's disputed is some kind of sexual predator, mm. some kind of predator, some kind of wife beater, some kind of evil person. As though women aren't sexually charged as much as males. That This is such a myth, this idea that men are more likely to... Uh, you know, be predatory or violent or dangerous. Uh, there are interesting statistics out there that suggest that women are actually more likely than men to be domestically violent. It's just that they don't sure, get they reported. Don't, well, they don't have the the. I mean, if if they do get reported, people tend to not believe it. So they don't have the uh, the, the, the 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 sword hanging over their head yeah. that they might be charged with it. I mean, if you're of a woman, you know, hitting your husband, well, you know, what's the big deal? Right. So those are the majority of the the cases, from what I understand. It's just that those cases never make it into the system because the man is too embarrassed to, for instance, call the police in the first place. Or doesn't think it's worth it. I'm not going to propose to know what it is that they're thinking when they they think that way, but they they don't do it. Well, I, I generally agree it's a bad idea to call the cops. It's just going to make a situation worse. But right. my, you could very well end up in jail as right. a man um, who you know complains that their wife is hitting them. True, or, because or there, there's a mandatory arrest policy in a lot of police departments. Where if it's they all get she called, has to do is, well, he hit me first. He pushed me. Yeah. He would have did whatever. Right, and the, the cops in a domestic call in a lot of places have to walk away with someone in handcuffs. It's true. It's the, it's the rules that they, uh, that they follow, and of course that just makes things worse, and Well, all that aside, let's get back to this story about the man who blew himself up in his own home or apartment or wherever he was, and his two children, seven and four, was it? His two male children perished with him in this blaze? Just horrifying. You know, um, when I was watching the news, uh, I was, you know, watching CNN about this and you know what came to my mind was the frustration that many liberty activists feel and you know you'll find them talking violence and that kind of thing um and you know you there's 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 no shortage of stories of people who've been pushed too far using violence to uh, try to solve their problems and you know what this guy did 
I mean, yeah, his problem solved. He solved it in a uh, you know terrible way. He could have certainly solved it without uh, you know killing his kids too, and the additional pain and suffering on the uh, you know other people involved. But what he wanted to do is he wanted to lash out at the other family. Um, and if I can't have them, no one can. Right. Um, you know, and it's it's disgusting, but. Yeah, to make children pawns in a little uh, adult game that they're that you're playing is pretty sick. It, it, agreed. That's there's no doubt about it. But you know what did he do for father, the father's rights movement? Assuming his side of the story is that these are my kids. I didn't. You know, I don't know why my wife's missing. You know, whatever. I don't. I don't know why my dad had child porn. I'm just mm. trying to take care of my kids and live a good life, or whatever his story is. Um, what what did he do? He made it harder for every other father who's dealing with some circumstances about trying to be able to see their kids. Mm-hmm. Now, every you know everybody's going to reference this story. Oh, we got to be careful about you know he could if he gets the kids by himself, he could blow the house up. Oh, and no. they've got a story to point to. Violence when you use it to solve problems is a terrible, terrible solution and only results in more violence because more fathers now are going to be pushed farther, closer to the brink, and it's, some, of them are going to res- some of them are going to probably try to resolve their problems with violence again. And, you know, just it's a perpetuating cycle how yes, your violence is. can affect somebody you never knew. This is how it happens, and mm. it's so important for people to understand that. I know it's frustrating it in is. dealing with the government. It is, and I mean, I get it. I understand why people would want to use violence to solve that problem, but it's just another guy trying to use violence to solve a problem with the government, and it's not going to work. I don't know if it was right for Tom Ball to kill himself, because uh, then, you know, obviously no, he's not there to support his kids anymore. There's that perspective. But it was certainly a much more powerful statement on his part than this guy, who just looks like a crazed madman. Yeah. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime. Free talk live. Why did you move to the Shire? I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do. I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me like, do this right now. I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be. Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it. The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here, and I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that. Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com.